The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You chose to take a journey down a long and dangerous trail Chose to serve your country and we know you served us well But now you're back and it's our duty to keep you safe and warm Shake your hand and welcome you back home with open arms We're America, your family, the land of liberty We're thankful for your sacrifice, your fight to keep us free We are America and we truly do You're the backbone of our nation Thanks to you, we're living free We're a quilt of many colors And we breathe red, white, and blue We're America, your country And America wants you It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray, along with his co-host, Linda Crater. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray with his co-host, Linda Crater. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network. Today is December 31st, 2013. That's right. It's New Year's Eve. I'm Gary Ray, along with my co-host, Linda Crater, President and CEO for VeteranCaregiver.com. Good morning, Linda. How are you? Happy New Year. Good morning to you, Gary. Happy New Year to you as well. Well, you know, we had a really good year. Uh, We just actually, under one year, we grew to where we have listeners in every state plus more than 50 countries. I would like to mention that Linda is a very big asset to this company, and she invested a lot of time to get interviews with the best of the best for our shows. These shows have provided a lot of direction for our veterans and their families, and thank you, Linda. You're very, very welcome, Gary. Thank you for the shout-out. I didn't expect that. (laughs) I want to also thank the board, which is Linda Crater, Bill Forbes, Charles Eggleston, Pam Eggleston, Joshua Cole, Chris uh, Morsey, Jeff Spinard, and our auctioneer and consultant, Franklin Welsh, and all our partners for the help and their expertise throughout the year. Happy New Year. We have a really good show for you this, this time. It's called Hope for the New Year, Challenges, Progress, and Hope. But before we get to our guests, we're going to take just a couple of minutes to wish our veteran track guys, Anthony Anderson and Tom Voss, a very happy New Year. Right now they're in Arizona, and they'll be actually reaching L.A. destination either the end of January or the first week of February. As we're all aware, Veteran Trek is about two veterans, Anthony and Tom, that are walking 2,700 miles from Milwaukee to L.A. They have made a commitment to bring awareness to PTSD, veteran suicide, and Dry Hooch of America, and they're doing a great job. 
They're right now out of the reception area, but they'll be back with us on our first show of the year, which falls on January 7th, 2014. Good luck, guys. And we're really proud of what you're accomplishing. So everyone go to VeteranTruck.com and keep up on their blog. They, always, they also have a GPS finder right with them, too, so you can always know exactly where they are. Once again, good luck, and we'll talk in 2014. Linda, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? I'd be delighted to reintroduce a former guest of ours, Dr. Mary Bartlett, who specializes in resilience, uh, suicide prevention, positive mental health. And we're going to talk this week about challenges, progress that has been made during the year, and hope for the coming new year. I think we all know that there are at-risk times for our military families and veteran families, which might be transition or when they come back and it's jobs and careers. They come back with invisible and visible injuries. And there's been a ton of project, progress excuse me, along this uh, continuum for them. But I think what we would like to do today is to sort of take a look back at the year look at the challenges, note and, and discuss the progress that has been made, and then really cast ourselves into the future with a great deal of hope and gratitude because things are moving. And they're moving because people that are out there really giving their all to those who are serving. So without further ado, Mary, welcome back to our show. And it's a delight to have Dr. Mary Bartlett. Welcome to the American Heroes Network. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Linda and Gary. I appreciate it very much. I'm glad to be back. And I also want to thank all the veterans who are out there listening tonight. Um, really hope that they gain something and from this message and that it, in fact, gives them hope. Well, I think we all know that even a crumb of hope keeps you going. And let's start first with the beginning of our title this year. Let's look back at some of the challenges that we faced a year ago and then we can segue after the first break into some of the progress that has been made. So why don't we give a start to some of the transitional challenges that you saw and address nearly every day, Mary? Sure. Some of the challenges that I've seen as I've been out there traveling and teaching and um, doing research and lecturing and working with leadership um, continues to be the reintegration process when warriors are when warriors are coming back from overseas and again bearing in mind that it's not just the person that comes back that has transitional issues but those that are here already having people come back um, in the workforce that are somewhat displaced or can be displaced or shifting into a different position um, in addition to the family members that are dealing with that reintegration process and it really is a process so that can since we're still at war um, the reintegration uh, with that ten- continues to be a challenge. I think, uh, uh, do you want me to go on in terms of other challenges? Sure. Other challenges that I think that we've worked on this year, and this is kind of all of these, cha- these things, are, you know, when you think about it, they're not just one year. They've been going on for a while, and that's why I, 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 I'm looking forward to talking about progress and hope. But another challenge this year was the continued work that we're doing in understanding the, the silent enemy, the traumatic brain injury, the post-traumatic stress disorder, educating leaders about those things, as well as the suicidal ideation or, you know, you know, when a person educating people, leadership, and and you know all service members about how suicide might creep in when you're not feeling very resilient, so that we get across this message that it's not 
a person that walks around with that big S on their forehead or, you know, TBI across their forehead, that oftentimes it's people that seem well that may not be well. So we, 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 that's another challenge. We still have a way to go on addressing the TBI, PTSD, other mental health diagnosis. The, certainly this year, sexual assault has been a challenge, mm-hmm. uh, domestic violence, um, and I would say, I have to say lastly, one of, the, one of the larger challenges for all service members and, and now our vets and probably even more this next year um, are going to be the challenges to medical coverage. And my husband served 25 years and I'm a TRICARE provider and recipient. And just this morning, I had challenges with having to change from prime to standard and all the different caveats to that. So I think that that's a challenge and has been this year as well. I think that's an excellent summation. I I think that I would add one thing to it, which is sort of the root of most every one of these challenges, is that I think we've understood more over the year how excellent communication and frequent communication is needed so that there are fewer misunderstandings, fewer mismessages, more communication and talking between medical care teams, uh, family members, more education, and also awareness growing in the civilian community. So right. that it appears as though while those are challenges, those also are really progress points. If you take a look at recognizing an issue, because you can't address an issue unless you know what it is. So I, I would simply add increased communication to the challenges, but I think mm. we're on the right track. Yeah, I, I do too. Certainly another challenge that made moving forward with the communication, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, it's not funny at all, but it kind of seems like an oxymoron to me is recognizing that communication is so critical and yet this last year because of furloughs and um, sequestering, most of the conferences in which we bring Department of Defense warriors and leaders and first sergeants and sergeant, command sergeant majors together where they get that face-to-face communication which we recognize through years of research is critical, the face-to-face, eyes-on, that communication basically, essentially stopped, stopped. You know, it's funny. There were a number of conferences that held online yes. sessions this year yes. as, as a cost-saving measure, obviously. Uh, yes. So I'm glad that they made those efforts, even though, of course, the face-to-face is by far the best. It's at least an interim measure. Um, At least that's how it was seen by those of us who couldn't attend. (laughs) I I, I was actually going to put that under the progress part, but you got ahead of me there. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) But no, that's okay. And and it's a really good point. I I didn't mean to be dim and gloom. I just really under the challenges to me as a person who values and who understands in terms of suicide, connect that personal connection, one-on-one eyes on, you know, I'm I'm leaning that, I have that lens, that trajectory. So to me, that was a huge issue that I had to help those who couldn't attend, who could not. I mean, there was one conference that I'm sure several, it was four or five days long, like a regular conference. Mm -hmm. Now who really is at their workforce desk going to be able to dedicate six uninterrupted hours Monday through Friday, like they would if they went down the street to a hotel and they weren't, you know, at their desk, great progress and a great idea. Um, but again, a challenge because we're helping, I was working toward helping people shift to the idea that technology is the wave of the future and there may be more conferences like that with the cuts. Um, but again, lots of dialogue about that. You know, and dialogue is always healthy. 
it, at yes. least it keeps it a two-way communication as opposed to a one-way. That's always a plus in my mind. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Gary, any thoughts from you in terms of challenges that you experienced or witnessed with our warriors and vets? Well, you know, there's a lot. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And I've been in this a year now. And uh, the challenges I hear about, uh, I think it's the peer-to-peer. They're, everybody's looking for help. And it's the only place they're going to get the help is with each other. Uh, well, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of good organizations out there, and those are the organizations we have on the air, such as yours, uh, that are doers. And uh, But they have to start off somewhere. And I think when you have a veteran talking to another veteran, they feel more comfortable, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's a way in to help them at that time to find that resource they need. Um, there's just so many resources that have uh, began over the last year outside, thinking outside the box again. Sure. Uh, you know, the, the VA is great, but what's the small percent? Uh, what do they say, 2% or 20%, something like that, of their veterans uh, go to the VA? Right. Um, so there, there has to be resources out there uh, for them. And, uh, you know, it's all boiling down to uh, uh, something similar to like the dry hooch, for instance. Sure. Uh, where they have the peer-to-peer atmosphere. And that way they sort of edge them in uh, into uh, uh, some type of a program that helps them. Uh, but it's peer-to-peer first. And I believe that's going to, you know, kick kickstart them, uh, if you know what yeah, I mean. I do. I agree. And, 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 and again, this is sort of a blurry distinction between our categories, isn't it? Because that is a pro- an area of progress that, w- that we see so many peer-to-peer programs. But maybe the flip side again, because there's a positive and can be a challenge to each thing. The flip side is that how many peer-to-peer programs and, of course, multiple programs and do we ha- is that part of the challenge? It was so much duplication. How do we streamline it? But more important than that, another point I wanted to make is how challenge is defined. You know, that I perceive the progress and research that we've done on TBI and P- PTSD and suicide prevention. You know, I can see the challenges. I, def- I define the challenges in m- from my own perspective, but really for warriors, vets, and families, I think it's important on this New Year broadcast to point out for them, because they're probably nodding, going, yes, yes, I- this is so true. They define challenge. There are people who will never find a challenge with the transition in the, in the um, insurance insurance issues with the insurance issues um whereas for me that that may be because i'm a provider and a recipient um so i just want to point out that really as we move through the next year with an eye toward a you know a, a fruitful 2014 challenge is largely defined by the person given the level of fortitude and support systems that they may have or not have very true and um challenges will always be there. But I think you made a very interesting point. Challenges and progress do go together because there usually isn't a resolute flip of the switch and it's all fixed. Mm -hmm. It's a process. You said it right in the very beginning. This is a process. So moving from our challenges to our progress and to the hope for even more progress um, really does define a a system that is trying. Mm -hmm. And at least as long as we are trying and, and making some progress, even if they're small steps, the incremental steps add up to a solution. That's true. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, My name is Gary Ray, along with my co-host, Linda, and our guest, Dr. Mary Bartlett. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. 
out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. The American Heroes Network team depends entirely on voluntary financial support, advertisers, and sponsorships to keep the voice of our veterans alive and bring awareness, education, excitement, and most importantly, hope to the gray reality that exists for the hundreds of thousands of troops that are home and coming home. You can now become part of the elite team and help support our veterans. Your support is needed more than ever before. Become part of the Silent Heroes support team today. The Silent Heroes support team levels start as low as $26 per year. That's only 50 cents a week. Go right now to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and join today. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Thank you for your support. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, uh, Dr. Mary Bartlett. And uh, Linda, you came up with a question during break. Well, I think we've addressed very well uh, the challenges that exist for the veterans themselves. I was wondering if Mary would like to take a little time to discuss family challenges or the greater extended family, uh, if that is pertinent right now for this discussion. And then we'll move right into our progress segment. Sure. Thanks, Linda. And I appreciate that because families really are, as you know, such an important mm-hmm. uh, component to all of the progress that we make. I think in terms of reflecting on this year of challenges, for me, there has been more progress than challenge. However, there are many, many organizations out there um, advocating for more family involvement. And of course, anytime you're, you're trying to seek or gather information from extended members, the families out there, it gets difficult to collect that information and organize that information. Um, I think for families, 
part of the challenge is they want to be more involved. They have expressed desire to be more involved, um, even on the side of the National Guard. You know, because I, I always, th- I don't want people to think I'm only talking active duty. You know, right. we've got a whole different situation of challenges, not just with service members, but with families as it relates to the National Guard and the Reserve. Um, so I think, I think some of the challenges is tapping into and, and sorting out how do we access that information? How do we hear their voice? What do we do with that information? Can we support the information once we gain it? You know, Mary, that brings up a, a really good question of what is your thought about the best way to educate the family? Because it's great that they're ready and willing. But oftentimes they need a little background. They need a little understanding because they're not the vet. They didn't deploy. They didn't see certain things. But they are living them secondhand. So it is important. How would you suggest best educating family members on both TBI and PTSD? Uh, well, specifically on the TBI and PTSD, I, I think a, 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 a target market and the best way to meet families who aren't necessarily living on base or maybe in the National Guard and nowhere near a base would be through the public health system, mm-hmm. through primary care uh, providers and uh, nurse practitioners, um, really the military uh, seeking out a program, and they are. There are practitioner programs growing in terms of helping them to understand how to treat suicide among service members and how to engage and provide counseling services for families that finally tap into going into counseling. And there's been a huge push on that, uh, certainly in the southern region where I'm located, and I hear about it in others, where multiple workshops of, you may be a civilian provider, please come to this workshop Mm -hmm. to hear what the culture is of the department. the, the, of the service member and their family um, so that when they finally reach a place so they can get the help they've been looking for, you don't do something that turns them off because you don't understand the culture. So I think probably the best way to reach the families is, th- of course, always through continued uh, funding through the Department of Defense. I think a strategic plan, you know, um, it's so easy looking from the outside, isn't it, uh, rather than from the inside. But a strategy for how we're going to do it. And I think when I read through some of the family reports, um, again, very much impressed with the progress and the embracing uh, and the advocacy that's being done uh, by many of the leaders and their spouses. But sometimes I fear as I look at this report, it sounds, it looks good on paper and always, I think maybe as a researcher, I'm looking through it going, but how are you going to do that? Well, how are you going to do that? You know, so that to me would be the challenge. But again, it's maybe a nice segue into the progress because there's that flip side for every challenge that I've had this year or that I've heard about or counseled someone on or uh, reflected on with leadership. I heard about the progress that we're making too. Well, you know, I think one of the things that I've been hearing more and more and more is a holistic approach of mind, body, and spirit. So it is not so segregated out that we're going to do this for, we're going to fix you with either this medication or this therapy or, or one of the above, but a, a holistic approach. And I know that with the caregivers, we talk about this all the time in terms of mind, body, and spirit as three separate categories that are a three-legged stool. And if one is out of balance, you're out of balance. Can you perhaps speak to that in the veteran community? Oh, and sure. And if it's any different from that within the caregiver community. 
Now, are we still talking in terms of what I've observed in those areas of life, the holistic approach for in, in terms of challenges? In terms of, no, in terms of progress. More. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Because I think it, there's been immense growth this year with the understanding that you really do need to stay balanced and in connection with other people. And yes, that's, that's if I'm leading you, I apologize. Oh, but no, I really a, think that the mind, body, spirit connection, holistic, alternative therapies, all of those things have come to the fore this year. And to me, that's progress. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and you're right in terms of the, the separate domains. And to me, that's been one of the areas that we've made the largest progress mm-hmm. is really campaigning to help people understand that it's not just about fixing someone or helps, I should say, supporting someone emotionally, but how do we support them spiritually, um, whatever their spirituality may, however it may be defined, that if we have a service member or a veteran who's ailing or in pain physically, that, that, it does naturally impact or can impact their spirituality. They begin, you know, they might question their God or their, you know, their healer. And, and so I think that is, Linda, where we've made the, from my perspective, as a person who teaches and develops curriculum in suicide prevention as well as the resilience, getting that holistic approach. And certainly the Department of Defense, I think, has led the way on that. Um, there have been authors out there and researchers for years talking about um, hardiness and for and gratitude, um, and finally the Department of Defense over the last year and a half, two years, has reached out um, and fostered for each of the branches really a, um, a platform to address each of those, and they, they usually refer to them as pillars. And, and I want to just, if I could take one more moment, I, I personally don't like referring to them as pillars because I think that we see them as very linear and I think we need to look at them more as globes that inter- interact and kind of cross over each other because they do all interact together. But the pillar design for some of the branches is about we've got these four areas, and if your foundation is not stable, then the pillars will fall down. And again, I saw a strong emphasis on the spiritual component and the physical component. And of course, as a as a person-centered therapist, I believe that all those things need to be examined whenever um, a person is seeking some help or is not fortified, whether they're in counseling or not. Mm-hmm. Gary, you want to you chime, in, chime in there? Well, you know, I was trying to figure out as far as the progress, uh, you know, there's needs out there. What do you see happening in 2014 that, or what do you wish would happen in 2014 as far as uh, achieving uh, progress for the, our veterans? I think that, oh gosh, that's a wonderful question or a good reflection on the New Year's program. If I had a magic wand, what would mm-hmm. happen in my world? Right. <laughs> the world right. of Dr. Bartlett, yes, for yes. 2014. I think that we would continue to have money available to the, do the research that we need on finding appropriate evidence based practices in treating service members, you know, veterans um, and warriors, because how we do counseling with them to treat those unique issues is different than how we might work with a civilian. So first, my wish is let's continue to have the funding, which that is a big wish right now. Uh, Yeah. So that's my first wish. And the second is that we continue to make progress on this holistic approach. Um, I see more people embracing it. And I worried as a person who was going out there teaching that, you know, we have 
um, members and families have developed, in some cases, a negative response or feeling about the suicide because we've heard so much about it. Um, and that this move toward the resilience side that people might also be, get, be getting burned out on it. And I really think that for 2014, if we can focus on it's not about resilience, it's about hardiness and fortitude and personal growth and emotional growth and connection. And I wrote down, if you will, some key words um, that I think will help us make progress. Breathing, slowing down, mm-hmm. helping people to grieve. That would be another wish I would have is we get so caught up in all the different things that we have going and we have this trajectory for how we should do counseling and how we should do physical growth. When really, if you're going to do growth in any of those areas, before you grow, you have to heal Usually, grieve lets something go to move toward the next new thing. But there's grief. And I think as a culture, as a society, we don't help our people in general understand true grief, that there's grief in transitioning home. And there's grief in transitioning out of the service. And there's grief in transitioning into a new career where you're not called colonel anymore. And there's grief in... You know, being a, a married couple for 20 years, whether you're guard, reserve, or active duty, and your child is going to college. And so I think that those issues, it doesn't always have to be about the PTSD and the, um, and the TBI. Those are very large and concerning. But I don't want us to lose sight of the, the smaller things that can shake a person's foundation. And those are some that I just mentioned because they all involve a grief process. So, again, in summary, the three wishes that I have are continued, if not more, money for research um, to help our warriors that uh, we do the holistic approach and understand how they all work together and shift into a nomenclature that is embracing and connects us. And then third, and I think I need a cup of coffee, my third was um, the grief. The grief. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grieving that I don't have coffee right now. Uh, so You're too funny. I, I think one of the things that I have seen as progress this year is the understanding that when you help someone else, you're helping yourself. And so when we have, I'll, I'll give you a caregiver example. When you help a caregiver through the medical system to get the resolution that they need for their family member, and they come out with more knowledge, they come out with more confidence, they are really grateful that they are back on their feet again. They in turn go and help and pass it forward and it helps them as well. So to me, those are the kinds of things that growing the community and safety net of those who are willing to help because they've now become educated and supported themselves really does build a matrix of strength underneath our military and veteran families across the nation. That's true. Well, I, we're, I was just going to say, we're, if we can hold that thought, we're going to take another short break. I'm Gary Ray, along with my co-host Linda and our guest, Dr. Mary Bartlett. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The American Heroes Network team depends entirely on voluntary financial support, advertisers, and sponsorships to keep the voice of our veterans alive and bring awareness, education, excitement, and most importantly, hope to the gray reality that exists for the hundreds of thousands of troops that are home and coming home. You can now become part of the elite team and help support our veterans. Your support is needed more than ever before. Become part of the Silent Heroes support team today. The Silent Heroes support team levels start as low as $26 per year. That's only 50 cents a week. Go right now to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and join today. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Thank you for your support. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo@americanheroesnetwork.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to AmericanHeroesNetwork at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're with our guest, Dr. Mary Bartlett. And, Linda, you're going to talk about New Year's resolution. Well, I, I laughed because we were talking about New Year's resolutions on the break, and, and I generally do not make them because they simply are <laughs> not sustained. Um, but I do think the New Year offers a fresh slate of taking on um, – Maybe a couple of goals, if you will. And Mary, speak, please, to the fact that a new year gives us a fresh start, so mm-hmm. to speak. It, and it what are some of the things that you counsel folks when they are coming to you and they've made some progress and you want them yeah. to move to the next level? Yeah. Oh, I like that question. Um, the big word that stands out for me is reflection. Mm-hmm. A large part of the latter work that I'll do with a client is sort of reflecting on how far have you come? What have your challenges been? How have you adapted? What's your um, strength for renewal so that when those challenges come up again, you will um, have the graciousness, the, the, the process for grieving and moving forward to feel renewed and tackle this next one and look back on how far you've come and find comfort in that reflection. And then I think uh, the third R that we talked about briefly on break was respect, you know, that 
in, when I'm working with people to help them move forward in terms of respecting themselves and respecting and connecting with those that they interact with. And and I think that metaphors or visuals can be very, very powerful, uh, particularly for our service members and warriors and vets. And um, you had used a great metaphor that I've heard in terms of a tree. Um, yep. And the, the, the ground being the foundation, which might be the foundation for the pillars of resilience. Do you want to elaborate on that? I would love to. That was a previous conversation you and I had. Um, I participated in a wonderful program called the Spiritual Fitness Initiative. And they had you drawing a tree. And your foundation was actually your root system. And they asked you to reflect on, what is your root system? Is it strong? Is it a deep root system? What is it based upon? And does your tree have a strong trunk? What is the trunk of your tree? As you move up, as you're drawing a tree, what are your branches? Do you have fruit in your tree? Is it a leafy tree? Is it a tree without leaves? Everyone's mm -hmm. going to have a different looking tree depending on the lens they're looking through. Is there sunshine where they are? Uh, are there clouds in your sky? And do you have any knot holes that you want to work on for the year? And to me, I'm a very visual person. And I, I drew this tree and it was very illustrative to me about what I was perhaps missing, what I needed to work on more. Um, I look at a tree as a measure of how resilient are you or fortified are you? Does your tree sway in the wind or is it going to flop over? Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that sometimes a visual helps. And in using multiple senses is often something that helps people because we don't all learn the same way. Some of us are visual learners and audible learners and, and mm -hmm. you know the whole uh, shebang, but I, I think that it is important to find something that resonates with you and perhaps reflect on it a little bit. I found it quite eye-opening, and I we've had those guests on. That's um, Reverend Chris Parker and Harry, Dr. Harry Croft and the Spiritual Fitness Initiative along with Glenn Samus, and they're remarkable individuals, and these are the kinds of programs that are a little different that are really helping to add clarity to helping people where they are, not a one-size-fits-all. And Gary, did you want to comp jump in or can I reflect no, on that? Go <laughs> reflect ahead, on reflect that. on that. You're as you, <laughs> as you <laughs> reflect, be renewed and have respect as I respond. There we go. Um, no, no, really, as you were describing that, I was thinking, again, you can't help but get a visual of your own tree. And I mm -hmm. and it, about as you moved into uh, talking about the appeal and how different people learn in different ways, to remember that I, I was visualizing my own tree. Do I need to be fortified by lots of people to protect my tree that's leaning over? Or do I just need one or two, you know, things that connect to the tree to hold it so it doesn't, you know, break in a storm. Sometimes if you're an introvert, you only need one or two um, and maybe someone to come along and water it once in a while. So, so I think the, the analogy there is be wise in who you bring in to fortify yourself. Make sure that they're going to, if you can, they're going to be true to you. Have the respect for you to allow you to grieve and to process um, and to move toward that, that focus of gratitude because I, I think that's another thing that moves people forward in progress uh, or in hope is to feel grateful about things. And even if it's the smallest thing, 
I, I believe and I know it for a fact in my own life. If I focus on the negative, if I do not do the reframe to be grateful for what the, an, another possible negative outcome could be, if I reflect more on the positive, the one little bit positive, I move in a whole different direction. I agree with you. And it's, it's funny when we're, I go to Walter Reed um, periodically and one of the things that we share with the service members who are injured and their families that are there is that taking pictures or journaling along the way, when you reach a point where you want to reflect on, did we really make any progress this year? When you take a look back, you haven't remembered all those incremental steps that have now added up. And you have usually a renewed sense of, my goodness, look at what we did accomplish this year or this time period. And I have found that that is a very helpful tool for people to to be able to measure, if you will, uh, how far they've come. Because some days we don't feel that way. But since we're speaking about hope, to me, when you look back and see that kind of progress, it is hopeful. Because if you got that far, at such a difficult time, moving forward, you already know that you got that far. And so you've, you've got courage to take the next step. Yes. Yeah, because it takes about half, really, in 2014, as we face some of the earlier challenges that we talked about we, that we might face in 2014, how are we going to help um, our service members and our veterans move forward so that they don't lose hope? How are we going to recognize when they need more fortifying um, and then how do, how do they, I would put the challenge out there, how does a person individually define hope? What's hopeful to one may not be hopeful to another, and to listen to what their message, what they need in terms of how they define it. So you make sure you're giving them the right thing. Well, you know, you, you're bringing back what Gary brought up earlier, which is a, a peer network, whether yes. it's caregivers or spouses or parents um, or vets or service members. And, and reflection could just include what did I do well this year? Mm-hmm. You know, as you said, things look different through the lens and the perspective that you're taking. And a positive perspective, even though we can't all have it at all times, um, if you can reframe things because you know you've done it in the past, you can build upon those to strengthen how you look at the next set of challenges that, of course, will come because life is full of them. But you made the progress the first time. You can continue to make it. And there, I think, hope is is further fortified because you know you've done it already. And mm-hmm. it success breeds success, I've always felt. That's Do you true. agree with that? That's true. Yes. You know, I have probably about two to three people a week of our veterans come into my office. And, and uh, hopefully, I don't take it wrong, but when they leave, they're leaving with a little bit more hope because there are, you know, you point them in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And that gives them the hope. Uh, they come in that office and they're sort of ticked off. Uh, you know, I'm not getting this done. I can't put food right. on the table for this reason. Uh, but when you line them up with the outs, I keep saying this, the outside of the box resources. Right. <laughs> sure. You know, that's the thing that makes a difference and puts a smile back on their face. You yeah, just abs- brought up such a key point. Sometimes it can just take a, a quick encounter mm-hmm. with someone who understands again, the peers, and it, it can give that kernel of hope that they're not alone. It's an affirmation of where they're going and what they, where they've been. And I, I think that there are many more of these organizations and movement towards really 
helping. But Gary, what you're doing there, you're not mistaking that. That's mm-hmm. definitely progress when they leave smiling when they didn't come in that way. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're a gift to them then. No, that's that's a blessing. It does put a smile on our face, and that's what it's all about. I mean, it mm-hmm. gives them the hope, and I think that's what we're talking about here. Well, I think it goes back to something you said er- much earlier, Linda, that even one person can make the difference. So, Gary, mm-hmm. it sounds like you're def- that's, you can reflect on that. You've made a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and to bear that in mind that it's, it doesn't have to be a whole team, just that kind gesture uh, can make change a person's entire day. Mm-hmm. That's true. I agree with you, and, and I'm going to go back to uh, there some people are helped by a single person mm-hmm. others are helped by a group um, you remember mm-hmm. Randy Jensen Gary who we yes. had on mm-hmm. and her program builds a small support team made up of trusted family members and and perhaps clinicians or pastors or or whatever that person needs four or five people because if you know you have someone you can lean on or a group that you can lean on, you're right. It can take just a person to give the crumb of hope or in some cases people may need a team. But no matter how you look at it, we're, we're talking about people helping people. Mm-hmm. And technology is a wonderful means of bringing people together, whether it's bringing this radio program to ears that are far, far apart or a website that does things. But in the end, it's people who really help people. So never never underestimate what a kind word can mean to people. And that's very hopeful. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You give me so many moments to reflect. And I really appreciate the metaphors and the how we're all kind of gelling together in terms of moving this forward. All right. Well, what we're going to do... We're just going to take our short break right now. I'm Gary Ray, along with my co-host, Linda Crater, and our guest, Dr. Mary Bartlett. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America and our Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. The American Heroes Network team depends entirely on voluntary financial support, advertisers, and sponsorships to keep the voice of our veterans alive and bring awareness, education, excitement, and most importantly, hope to the gray reality that exists for the hundreds of thousands of troops that are home and coming home. You can now become part of the elite team and help support our veterans. Your support is needed more than ever before. Become part of the Silent Heroes support team today. The Silent Heroes support team levels start as low as $26 per year. That's only 50 cents a week. Go right now to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and join today. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Thank you for your support. 
for those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with Dr. Mary Bartlett and Linda. You I were think gonna- one of the things that is, again, a, a progress point from 2014 is what I guess I'll call wellness or mindfulness that I think people are realizing that it's very, very important that we have an awareness of ourselves at times. This is not to say that we're all self-centered and focused, but it's saying be mindful of, of your surroundings, uh, those around you, how you act and interact with others. And I think we would be remiss if we didn't also talk about the fact that we need to be mindful about our, our bodies, what we put into them, what we eat, that we get enough sleep, that we are really giving ourselves the tools we need to head into the new year as healthy as possible. Does that sound like something that makes sense, Mary? Absolutely, it does, because I think all too often people tend to think if they're in a challenge, I'll just revert, you know, I'll just do what it's been comfortable before. And again, as we look forward to 2014, uh, doing the reflective questioning, self-questioning that you put out there earlier, what can I do differently? What did I do a little bit different this year that helped me from the last year? I love your key word, of course, as a, as a counselor, mindful, being mindful of what you're doing physically, being mindful of what you're doing spiritually, and keeping those things in balance. What do you need to add more of? What do you need to shift a little bit? Where do you need someone to come in and help you with it? And when do you need to center yourself and mm-hmm. do it, you know, individually. I think another word that kind of comes for the, stems from that for me is the the uh, sense of purpose, having purpose and being connected. I think that when you're mindful, you're talking about centering to become connected to all of those elements. And I am, I remain hopeful in the 15 years of work that I've done because I, I truly believe that connection is the key. That when a person is feeling challenged, as long as they have someone, someone, whether it's a spiritual person, you know, being or a physical being that simply communicates, you are not doing this alone. And whatever the challenge, we're going to get through this. I just, that message, that centering, mindfulness, connection, having purpose, and moving forward by building options on top of those that you already have, you may have already created. You know, so interesting, as you you said, the having someone, uh, it brings to mind all of the vets that I know who have wonderful families, but they also have a service dog who makes all the difference in the world to them. I cannot tell you how many families have changed the dynamic of the family when there was now a service dog or a companion dog or even just a pet 
And these are these are these little things that can really make a difference. And you might view them sometime as, oh, no, one more thing to take care of. When we have found, um, we've had two or three uh, dog uh, groups on the radio program this year. And in each case, something that makes you feel connected, someone, mm-hmm. um, that's the spiritual aspect in however someone is viewing their spiritual aspect. But it, it, it brings you peace and you can quiet yourself enough to realize that the cacophony doesn't have to be the norm. I, I think it, it is another method, an alternative method that has become more widespread and known in the veteran community as being helpful. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think also as we move toward or into the 2014 year to use all of this information, all these key words that we're putting out there that seem to just resonate in terms of a person's development and capacity is to, I think, keep in mind in 2014, we might have to dig deeper. We might have to dig really deep to move through some of it, but I continue to marvel at the capacity of warriors and vets and their families and uh, their, their extended families and the culture that they are steeped in to be proud of it and, and, and use it as a way to fortify themselves. I, I, I think even if they have to dig deeper, we somehow find it. And again, if you don't have it within yourself to find a way to dig deeper and have someone help you with that process. Completely agree. Right. You know, I, I, I'm reminded by you know. I'm sorry, Gary. Uh, I'm reminded by a quote from Margaret Thatcher, and she said, "You may have to fight a battle more than once to win it." And I like it that you're saying build on each of the movements mm-hmm. or the steps forward. Right. All right. You know, again, in the belief, in your belief within the progress and hope, it would ease them into a program or services that they need. You know, just. Without the stigma of a disorder, you know, right? They just have to believe it's out there. The help is there. Tell me, could you explain that, Gary, just a little bit? Um, that they should seek it even if they don't have a a diagnosis, or help me out. No, it's just more or less, you know, believing believing in the in the process and the hope. Yes. Okay. It just eases them into programs and services without the. Uh, stigma of a disorder. Yes. yes. Yeah. To, are you saying seek out what you need, regardless? Seek out what you need. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And don't you know? Don't be ashamed of it. Just, right. The help is there. Yes. And and again, when you go when you go back to our earlier part of this this New Year's show, uh, you were talking both of you about the multiple organizations. Even going back. The, the number of guests that you've mentioned, Linda, just two or three, but going back and listening to the series of shows you've had, some of the great guests on resilience and overcoming things mm-hmm. uh, can fortify. Um, but you're right. It's really s- reaching out despite anything, reaching out. Well, and I also turn it around the other way. I think there are a lot more people now knowing the value of proactive outreach. That someone I haven't heard from, you know what, I'm going to send a quick email that just says thinking of you. Because it's those little things where people say, oh my goodness, how did you know that I just needed a touch? Mm -hmm. And I think that we have to do it both ways. 
it's it can be pushed out as well as pulled in yes. and i think both are equally as important and it works best when there are both mhm Right. And I think that's where the respect comes in, that third R that we sort of referenced, that there's a respect not just for yourself but for others. Um, and again, you mentioned much earlier, Linda, when you do something for someone else, even when you're caught in a challenge, it can transform your own life. I right. go back to the golden rule and love one another. <laughs> uh, that seems to solve a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. Well, we only have a minute or two left. Mary, we want to thank you for being on our show once again. Okay. Thank you. It's been a, a real honor every time you invite me. All right. What, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing? I think, uh, oh. first of all, my thanks to everyone listening, to those that are serving, to our veterans who have served, and to the families that um, continue to advocate, move forward. Um, I'm, I'm so indebted to you, and there truly isn't a day that goes by that I'm not grateful to be an American. All right. All right. Now, is there some type of website they can go to? Yes, it is www.drmarybartlett.com, and that's D-R-M-A-R-Y-B-A-R-T-L-E-T-T. All right. Linda, you have any closing remarks? Just Happy New Year, and may your blessings be abundant. All right. And remember, the American Heroes Network spotlights and promotes the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any device. I'm Gary Ray, along with my co-host, Linda Crater. Signing off, and thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. All together now, Happy Happy New Year! Year. (laughs) Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray and his co-host Linda Crater again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 